Welcome back, everybody. Little Joe's Conservative Corner. The KKK. Here we go. 1865, the Ku Klux Klan was uh, founded by the Democratic Party. It was into pretty much every southern state by 1870 and became a vehicle for the white southern resistance to the Republican Party. Uh, mainly the Ku Klux Klan's big thing was they didn't obviously did not want to see blacks freed and they had a uh, stake in wanting to keep them slaves. So the Democrats decided, well, we're sore losers. We're not happy that it didn't go our way. So what we're going to do is what basically all Democrats accuse Republicans of doing today, which is voter suppression. They would have groups of Klan members go out to the uh, voting areas of those times and basically intimidate and harass not only blacks but whites as well, conservatives, trying to suppress their vote as much as humanly possible to basically deny any conservative taking any type of governmental position that could possibly offset their plan or give blacks more rights or whatnot. You know, they were also trying pretty hard to suppress the fact that they didn't want any actual African Americans holding any type of governmental position. So they were doing their best to make sure that that did not happen. Why are we talking about the Ku Klux Klan? Well, that's going to lead me right back into Mr. Biden, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe, who claims to love everybody and it's all raindrops and lollipops for him, acts as if he is 100% on board. He's not racist. I mean, side note real quick. Do you even know what Joe Biden stands for? The guy's been hiding out for almost three months. Does anybody know what he stands for? Minus what his uh, campaign tells you. Nobody knows what he stands for, where he is. God only knows. However... Sleepy's been coming under fire a little bit lately for all the lovely words at the eulogy he gave for Senator Robert Byrd back in, what was it, uh, 2010, I think he passed away, because Mr. Robert Byrd was a former member of the Ku Klux Klan. In the 40s, Mr. Byrd was, I guess, so charismatic as a Klan member with all of his hate speech, he was able to recruit 150 uh, people. For the Ku Klux Klan, uh, he, I mean, he even wrote in a memoir in 1946 to one of the Grand Wizards that the Klan is needed more today than ever before. So, I mean, if you're so against racism and Joe Biden's out there telling you, you ain't black unless you're voting for Joe Biden, I don't know, it seems a little bit off to me. You would think that somebody who's out there proudly banging their chest saying, hey, I'm pro African-American, I need the black vote, you ain't black if you ain't voting, Joe. I don't know about that with your whole uh, Klan history. But let's continue on. If it's not Senator, Senator Robert Byrd, then how about Strom Thurmond, another white supremacist who didn't even apologize all the way till the end for his votes against integration. He was totally for segregation. Uh, if you look a little bit into his history, you'll find out at the age of 22, he actually impregnated a black woman who was 16 years old and had a daughter with her that basically he denied his entire life, uh, although he did fund for her to go to an all-historic black college. He even denied his own kin. So, Sleepy, 
you seem mighty comfortable hanging out with a bunch of white supremacists, even though you say you are extremely pro-black. I find that mildly hysterical, to say the uh, least. But uh, let's do a little bit of quick fact-checking. Democrats have always worked to suppress African-Americans, one way or the other. These are the people who are trying their best to erase history, to hide their past, because they've always been the ones, no matter what, that have voted against the African-American community. Okay, what did Abraham Lincoln do? Well, Lincoln freed the slaves, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. Dwight Eisenhower integrated the schools. Uh, the uh, The Republican Party, which was formed in, what, 1854, if my memory serves me correctly, created the Kansas-Nebraska bill, which basically allowed uh, slaves to be free if the vast majority of people in whatever state they're in were okay with that, which the South slash Democrats were not on board with. Thus, we have a civil war. So, Mr. Biden, I would ask you, if you're so non-racist, some of the nice remarks about how these men were great men and wonderful people... For such wonderful people, they sure did spew a lot of hate. So that is a little bit concerning. I would say if I was African-American, I'd find that alarming that I'm about to vote for somebody who held in such high regard to senators who one was officially tied to the KKK. The other one was a uh, bigot and racist and even denied his own half African-American daughter. I would think you wouldn't want to vote for somebody like that. I'm just going out on a limb here, but it seems kind of awkward that you'd want somebody in the White House who likes to pal around with uh, Ku Klux Klan members and racists. I mean, it's not hard to believe Joe Biden more than likely is racist himself, like I said, with all the past comments that he has made on the, you have to be East Indian to have, uh, was it a 7-Eleven and a Dunkin' Donuts? He was opposed to the integration of neighborhoods because he said he didn't want his children growing up in a jungle so I guess he's not too fond of having mixed neighborhoods and I mean the list goes on and on and on from there it's not like it's a big secret or big surprise you look it all up yourself you'll find all the little videos all the little uh, remarks that he likes to make the different bills that he's passed the things that he has stood against and time and time again it just shows over and over that Mr. Biden I would say I don't know the man, but more than likely, if you're making those comments comfortably throughout your entire career, then more than likely I would say you're uh, probably a racist. I'm going to just throw that out there, but yet you're telling people that, you know, if you don't vote for Joe, you just ain't black. I got <laughs> well, Joe, you need to come out of hiding. Again, you got a lot of questions to answer, my friend. I don't see how you get away with that because... Man, they would hold Trump's feet to the fire for that. If if Donald Trump was actually caught giving a eulogy, hanging out with uh, buddy buddy, palling around with Klan members, oh, they, that would be Christmas in June for the Democratic Party. They'd run that to death. They would beat him into the ground. They would. They, they, you would be like little children. They'd be so giddy and so happy that we finally got him. We're just going to run this narrative forever that this man is the biggest racist that has ever set foot on the planet. But Joe gets a free pass. Nobody doesn't seem to bother nobody that Joe did all those things. Joe's their guy. 
So, Joe, wake up, Joe. Time to get out. You got to come out and play with all the rest of the kids. We got to have a few debates. We got to see what you're doing on stage there. See how you do without a teleprompter. See if you can uh, outwit the Trumpster. I'd like to see it. I'm waiting for it. Come on, Joe. <laughs> so as of late, the uh, Chaz Zone, Chop Zone, Anonymous Zone, Autonomous Zone, whatever you want to call it, seems like their whole summer love fest is really kind of falling apart. A uh, 16-year-old was murdered, 14-year-old shot and injured. You're having shootings all, you know, every looks like every single night. You got a coward of a mayor in Seattle. You got a coward of a governor in Seattle. They won't go in there and do nothing about it. They're basically cutting the cops off at their knees, taking away anything that could possibly control a crowd. So you're leaving them with just, what, deadly weapons? Or if it's not a deadly weapon being a gun, then they have a baton, which I'm sure is going to go over real well when you're being attacked or mobbed by about you know 100 people. So I'm sure that's going to end up well for the police officer. But uh, it looks like their summer of love is uh, falling apart slowly but steady. You know, I, I would have a suggestion. I think that personally, the mayor, these are your people. You should be with your people. You should experience, you know, that white privilege. And you should really dig in deep. And I think you should just take some time and, and vacation and go to Chaz and spend a good week there, two weeks, and, and, and just feel the love in there. You know, every night when you're running because there's bullets flying and the, uh, what, the storefronts are all broken out so you can't buy nothing and you got to dump a bunch of dirt on the pavement and try to grow some crops out of it and pray that something comes up out of there. I, you know, I, it's a lovely place. You get a great workout in there, working the farm with them and doing a great job. So, my suggestion would be to the mayor, why don't you take yourself out there and uh, go have fun with all your constituents out there that you seem to be so, um, you know, loving towards. A summer of love. Let's do it. Uh, I, I noticed your summer of love yeah, is kind of falling apart. Hey, it's not my kind of love. You know, to me, that, that's, like, uh, that's like Friday the 13th. You know, you got people peeking out from everywhere. I'm waking up out of my dreams with crazy people around me. So that, that's not my idea of a summer of love, but I guess, you know, to each their own. We're not going to sit here and judge you. If that's your idea of love, then uh, have at it, Mayor. Go for it. Go get it. Do your thing there. Um, I've been watching the news cycles a lot lately, and, you know, one thing that was, again, I'm pro-life, and to see Mr. Roberts once again go towards the liberal side, you know, how he is not a conservative judge by any stretch of the imagination. This man lets down the Supreme Court, or at least the conservatives that are hoping on the Supreme Court, just about every single time. Uh, it's a shame that these people are appointed for life. It would be nice to see him get impeached. But, you know, the liberals are going to be behind him 100% because he keeps voting in favor of them. You know, seeing that the uh, Louisiana lost that abortion bill today was, was pretty tough to watch. You know, I'd hate to think that... Uh, more innocent babies are going to die now because of one man that's afraid of maybe a little bad press or he can't take the heat, then he just caves in and, and uh, like a child and just goes with the flow. So Supreme Court's not going real well these days, and uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit better in the future. I mean, there you got some, some old people on that, that court there. 
you know, you would think if Trump goes another four years, which I'm hoping and praying on, but if you think if he'd go another four years, he should have an opportunity to put somebody else in there. And I know that's another reason the Democrats are so scared of what's about to happen. Because if he gets another one in there, I assure you, he'll make sure it's a hardcore conservative. So that way we start getting a little bit more realistic uh, outcomes for these cases. You know, what's fair is fair. Uh, you could be pro-life. You could be, you know, pro-choice. It's totally up to you. However, I always look at it and say, you know, nobody gives the baby the choice. Uh, it wasn't the baby's choice to be here. Nobody gives a baby a choice. You just end the baby's life before he even gets a chance to come out and see the world. So hopefully going forward, like I said, maybe we'll get uh, fortunate enough that Trump wins re-election, goes back at it, and, and maybe one of these uh, Supreme Court justices will end up retiring, and then Trump can stick somebody in there who's a little bit more hardcore conservative that'll actually try to stick to the Constitution and care less about how the media views him. Because I got to say, if you worry about how the media views you, man, you are going to be a slave to the game there. Because they, these people look like they just chew people up and spit them out. Uh, I mean, what I'm doing here, for example, if I was ever to climb to any height that I'm actually known more than just a few people listening to me, I would assume, like any other hosts, like... Sean Hannity, like Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, Laura Ingram, you're always on the attack. They're always attacking you because you're trying to spew the truth out to people so everybody can get the truth out because the news media nowadays is so fake. It is just ridiculous. There's nothing you can turn on anymore and take it face value. And even the stuff that you're, you kind of believe, you start looking it up, and if you can somewhere deep enough down in your search engine find the real story, you see it's not not exactly what they say it is or it's not at all like they say it is. Um, lately, you start looking at many things. Like if you pull the Ku Klux Klan, which we're talking about, up in Wikipedia, you'd be surprised to see how how easily they have spun it in Wikipedia how the Ku Klux Klan is against liberals, how they're against the Democratic Party. That's not true, not even a little bit. The Ku Klux Klan has basically become the radical uh, left that you see today. You know, you know, they look at everything that's happening right now. You look at a Black Lives Rally, uh, Black Lives Matter rally, excuse me, and in the rally, what do you see? Like 90% of the kids there are white. Okay, and you start talking to these kids, and when you start talking to them, they got the mentality of, oh, the the uh, black people can't make it, and these poor people have been oppressed their whole lives and everything, and uh, you know it's on us to help them get there. Really, it's on us to help them. Could it be any more racist? So what you're telling me as a white person, you're basically saying that, okay, without my help without me coming out here and setting buildings on fire, you'll never get anywhere. You're not strong enough of a human being to get anywhere. You're, we will take care of you. We'll, we'll fight for you because you can't do it for yourselves. Is that what we're doing here? Really? And the news media, as terrible as they are, that's the way they're going to spin it. 
They're going to spin it that these are all, you know, uh, freedom fighters and they're just doing the best they can to fight for freedom. No, they're not. Black Lives Matter is not about freedom. You've had freedom for 155 years. It's not about oppression either because you can't be oppressed when you got a black president, you got black senators, black governors, you have black sheriffs, you got black mayors, black police officers, all your elite athletes are 90% African American. All of your uh, biggest singing pop groups and rock groups or whatever are all African-American. So don't tell me it's imbalanced. When you have that many people of one particular color, how is it they're not free? How is it that you're being oppressed? There's no oppression here. Okay, you're 13% of the entire American population, but yet look at everybody that you have in your communities as a whole that are doing so well on that magnitude of life. It's, it's ridiculous that we're even going that route. But that's what these kids are taught in college these days. That's what they're taught in school these days. Everything is being fooled. Going back to like the media does. The media, 95% of Americans don't have any faith in the media anymore, rightfully so, because they lie and retract things all the time. CNN is straight propaganda. There, there's, uh, I don't think there's any truth that comes out of CNN at all. Okay, they're, they're literally the worst. It's hard to find a different organization worse than them. One of the ones that's a little bit more balanced in the middle is Fox News. But even Fox News, just because it's a little more balanced, doesn't mean that it's your go-to place to go. You, you got to search, you got to dig, you got to look because media outlets nowadays, they're terrible. You know, I've been trying to collect a lot of history books lately and not history books from recent times. I'm trying to collect history books from the past, from the uh, 60s, the 50s, 40s, and, and earlier. Because once you start collecting those, you compare them to the stories being told in the history books today, you start seeing how the wording changes. And once you start changing a word, it doesn't take much. Everybody's, everybody gets text messages. How, how easily one word can turn a, the guy texting it to you is real calm and says something to you, and you read it, and there's a one word that stands out in your mind, and in your mind, he's yelling at you in there, and you're like, what's this guy's problem? That's just as simple as it is. Same, same with the books. You just take a couple words, you move them around a little bit, put it out of context, all of a sudden it changes the whole meaning of the paragraph, the whole meaning of the story. And that's what they've been getting away with for years and years and years. So with them teaching it to our kids these days, you have all these kids, all these white kids out there, white girls, white boys out there with this mentality as if, They've done something wrong, that they have to be ashamed of what they are, that, uh, you know, what did the, C, the uh, CEO of Chick-fil-A to show your solitude that you should shine somebody's shoes? I mean, what in the heck is going on here? What, what are these people doing anymore? This whole cancel culture that they're ripping down stuff and they're getting crazy about everything. I mean, this has got beyond ridiculous. I just saw Hulu pulled a episode of the golden girls four old white ladies the golden girls off the air because in the episode two of them are wearing a mud mask which was popular in those times and that's deemed as what blackface the golden girls really my god 
These people are insane. And it can't continue. Uh, None of this can continue. Trump's got to step up. He's got to step in. He's got to handle business. Uh, I think he's let it let let all of this fester long enough to the point where everybody's sick of it and no longer tolerating of it. You know, we saw that uh, that one girl that threw a mob cocktail in the police officer's car with four cops in there that had to bail out. She's facing five to 20. Good. I hope she gets the full 20 for that because that's attempted murder on four police officers. So I hope they send you packing for a couple decades to give you a little bit of time to think about what you did. I saw they arrested. Uh, at least one has already been arraigned and is awaiting, I guess, trial. So, and that's good. I hope, again, you tried to pull down the Andrew Jackson uh, statue. I hope they give you 10 years and set an example of you because you're so stupid that you're going to go up there and try to pull down a statue of the seventh president of the United States. What gives you the right to take it down? You know, America, we got a great system here. If you don't like something, you can advocate for it. You can write letters. You can hold uh, uh, protests. You can meet with people. You could try to work it out in a peaceful manner, not get a whole bunch of rowdy uh, teenagers, young men, black, white, Chinese, everything in between, and you guys like a bunch of animals are throwing ropes around our American statues and trying to rip them down. So I hope they make an example out of you. And I hope they find the rest of them that did it too. I hope all of them start paying some prices and going to jail. I was thrilled to death to see that they're starting to prosecute some of these people because we've gotten to a point of ridiculousness in this country that needs to stop. Okay, when you can pull a show like the Golden Girls off, (laughs) that's your go-to, the Golden Girls? (laughs) We can pull the Golden Girls off. I mean, I I don't know where we go from here. You know, this election to me is probably the election of our lifetimes. I know it is of mine. Uh, There is so much more here at stake than just, oh, well, you know, conservatives hold the power this time or liberals hold the power this time. No, it's not that at all. This is literally a fight for America now. Because if you let this country fall into the hands of the radical left, they will literally tear us apart. They will delete all of American history this country will fall. The uh, experiment, what do they call it, the American experiment that we've had and endured for the last couple hundred years, it will now be officially over. We will turn the tides and go into a whole socialist or communist uh, arena, which will be doomed to fail, and all of us will pay the price with everybody else. So it's more important than ever that we gotta, we got we to gotta win this one. Hopefully we do. On a side note, did anybody see, I saw a video from a police officer. And in the video, it was kind of funny. He was talking about, uh, you know, they're hiring the police to come out and patrol. They're having a protest to make sure everybody's safe. And at the end of the video, he goes, yeah, the the, uh, protest that they're attending to make sure everybody stays safe in is the abolishment of the police department. (laughs) I mean, could we get any stupider? You people want to abolish the police, but yet we're calling the police in to make sure that even though we're completely against you, you make sure all of us are safe. I mean, (laughs) what in the world? On that note, I'm going to end it there. I appreciate everybody that keeps coming back. Uh, Tell your friends. 
family. I hope I give you guys some uh, good information on everything. Please always don't just trust what one person says. Look everything up for yourself. It makes you smarter no matter what at the end of the day. You can check me out on Parlor at Joe Little. And you can also find me on Twitter at uh, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I got the same at gmail.com. You guys have a great night.